Welcome to LEG, the Law Enforcement Guild. Hello and welcome to the second inaugural episode of LEG, the Law Enforcement Guild, a D&D podcast where we go through the murky underworld of Grufton, a make-believe city that I created and you can't tell me it's very similar to anything else that anyone else has created. I don't care. We are going to do a session zero, somewhat a trailer, where we're going to go through some character ideas as well as some uh, plot ideas or, or some hook ideas and really get into um, what our uh, session and what our... Uh, what our new leg series is going to be like. Um, you may have listened to, um, probably didn't, but you may have listened to the original leg series. Unfortunately, a few people couldn't keep on making it and editing it became a bit of a biatch. Um, so we're going to start again with this session zero. And I have with me Fraser Walsh and Edward Fisher. I'm Robert Gavin, your DM. So Fraser and Ed, Hello. 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 Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> okay. We do need sound effects. I think all my own soundboard. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. It, uh... DJ. DJ. <laughs> that just reminds me of school. Oh, me and Fraser got like um, praise for our year. Was it year nine or ten project? No, oh. oh, year nine project in music where we recreated Ghostbuster uh, Ghostbusters on Cubase. Uh, there we Good are. Time. Good the time. best year of your life, clearly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to quickly start off with a brief explanation of us, the city, which is going to take up most of the kind of setting. Uh, there is a wider world, but I haven't really made a wider world yet. Um, I like having my own place, mainly because then no one can tell me, well, that's not proper law. Um <laughs> And, and I can make it up as I go along. It doesn't matter. I'm only contradict, contradicting myself. So Grufton what? is very similar to a city you may know. Fraser, you may know it more than most because you live in a city very similar to it. Um, it's, uh, it's very much based on my experience of London, but with a bit of a fantasy twist and a bit more kind of grubby and a bit more kind of funny. It reminds me, um, I like the idea that there are a lot of kind of old local shops like they used to be um, before gentrification uh, and globalization. <laughs> but I also like the fact that um, they're, yeah, they're all a bit grubby. They're all like some of them are, there's going to be some places run by some slightly untoward characters, like uh, some shoddy dwarves and, uh, and some, I was going to say midgets, but halflings I meant. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Cancelled um, before episode one. <laughs> I couldn't think of the name. I just couldn't think of the name. I know they're not midgets. They're, they're an actual race of them. Um, but, I, yeah, I like the idea of this kind of, like, kind of very versatile world with a lot of kind of, kind of multicultural, um, a lot of different, like, races, all intermingling but a lot of um but there's still kind of like certain areas they still hang on to their a bit of their own culture but it's kind of mixed with this kind of very kind of what i'm going to say kind of um londony kind of feel 
and that's kind of yeah. being all mixing okay. in together. So they're going to bring some of their own stuff in into it while also uh, adding a bit of flavour. And I, I kind of that's that's the kind of site uh, setting that I like. I, I really enjoy. However, um, I do want you guys to kind of if you want to bring something in to this world, um, this is a great um, like place to do it. Um, if you feel like um, like my character, I want them to be a real strong because I don't really think a lot about like the paladin kind of s- stuff or like the churchy or the gods. I haven't really worked that too much. So if yeah, you have yeah. a really good strong idea of what you want your character to be or have or even if it's not a strong idea if you just have like this would be a good idea or fun idea i i'm happy for you guys to just bring it in and we can workshop it in this kind of uh kind of starter session so um, yeah and so that's kind of grufton and then okay then they've got the more uh more kind of like leg which is the law enforcement guild um and it is i like it kind of it's a new kind of startup it's the they're trying to bring kind of police law and order and it is going to be state run. It's going to be run by the, um, by kind of like the hierarchs of the city. I think there's going to be, I like calling them pontiffs. Um, I don't know why, (laughs) but there's going to be like a kind of, kind of, uh, kind of, um, a few pontiffs who are in charge of the city in different areas. They are elected, but it's kind of a bit oligarchical. Um, Mm -hmm. so it's not like anyone can be, anyone can be it it tends to be you have to be in the right circle but you know i think there's going to be obviously i like the idea of there's going to be a lot of kind of corruption a bit of kind of greed and all this kind of stuff going on a bit of fine cash in hand kind of going on um but i do feel that they've this is kind of the idea is that to somewhat degree this is just to kind of placate the normal pe- uh, everyday people so they're not really it's it's fairly new and it's it's basically that it's their kind of they're paying lip service to the people at uh, the humans and non-humans of grufton and they're saying oh you know we're bringing law and order through but they they you know it's understaffed it's underfunded and you know and it, they can blame it on the let and they constantly uh, over the kind of couple of years which they've been running, they blame a lot of the problems of the city on the law enforcement guild. When obviously it isn't, uh, they haven't had the resources to find, fund it, and it has also been because of they've been funding their own pockets. That's kind of a very meta look at it. Um, I don't know how yeah. much your your characters will necessarily know these things, but I kind of like that idea of that's who they are. Um, if you got sorry, did you have anything to add there, Fraser? Uh, no, I just it sounded like a Tory plot. <laughs> it does sound a bit. It does sound like yeah. It does sound a bit um, kind of like political, but I kind of like it's more just for fun. I, I like that idea of that. Yeah, they are. I don't like things like you know. It's a very well funded guild, and you're going to get everything. No, you're no. underfunded. You're up against it. You're scrapping, and you haven't got a good reputation. But you still have yeah. to try and do your best amongst all these hardships and that's the reason i, I like doing that um I, oh, yeah and you you're like a plucky underdog and especially you don't it kind of it makes you a lot more fond of the police if you see them as an underdog not as an oppressive force uh, <laughs> your first task is to go and quell a bunch of demonstrators yeah <laughs> 
Um, you can create a character who is a bit of a racist uh, if you want. Yeah, well, when you were saying about paladins and things, I was I was really tempted to say, can I bring in my own god Q, and I'm part of the QAnon. <laughs> <laughs> Get my paladin powers from 4chan. <laughs> Um, uh, in the kind of like there is only, there's going to be I, I'm kind of expanding it from where I originally had this kind of leg idea where there's kind of different stations around uh, like there's like only one main station there's going to be a few stations around and there's going to be a few other kind of enforcement uh, people around however you are being set up in a new station in a new area and it's going to be along the dock side I think that's where we're going to start and you're basically in charge of looking over um, one of the kind of like the dock area of um, or, or a, a very prominent dock in Grufton. Um, and that's where uh, my first story and your first kind of assignment's going to begin. I don't really, I think you're kind of going to be a bit more kind of beat cops, but you're going to, I, I like that. I don't like you necessarily being detectives um, necessarily. You're obviously, with, you know, every beat cop, uh, like, I don't think they can afford detectives. So, you you know, yeah. their beat cops are detectives at the same time. If they know there's a problem, they have to sort it out themselves. They, you know, you don't have the funding to go, OK, you sort that you just sort out and you wait for someone. No, you just have to deal with it because you're you're everything, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all good. Um, so I've talked for a lot and I've kind of given you an idea of kind of the world, um, kind of a very brief idea. As I say, I definitely want this to be very cooperative um, especially in this session, do you have any like burning qu- uh, character ideas? Um, I'm saying we were talking a bit beforehand, just to give you a bit of uh, give you a bit of time. Um, did you want to go in with that character idea you were telling us before, Ed? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, so I, yeah, again, <laughs> this is just me. Um, <laughs> uh, this is just Sorry. Fine. I, it's not because you're talking. It's, I just, I, I just wanna, the water went down the wrong, right, wrong oh, I, God, I hate him. <laughs> I'm allergic to his voice. Uh, yep, yep. This happens a lot to me. Don't worry. I just, uh... <laughs> No, sorry, carry on, carry on, sorry. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this character was, like, just thought of before hearing about, like, the world you sort of made up. But I think they or she would fit quite well into it. Um, And it's a, it's a, it's a character who, uh, well, I, I, I don't know why, but in my head she's called Ava. And she's been, she's a halfling who has been brought up in a monastery in a mountainous area and the monastery is full of giants and she's the only halfling there uh, sorry the i think the word's they... midget you're looking for oh uh, is it okay cool. <laughs> you're trying to get me cancelled i think <laughs> i'm not gonna fall there's into actually that gonna be a really cancelled. strong cancel culture within the law yeah. enforcement guild <laughs> that's all we're gonna charge people for <laughs> yeah um, there's this one big forum, which is just actually a giant billboard, which is in the middle of the city where people post things up <laughs> and you can catch them. Oh, it's crazy. I actually might actually do that, though. Oh, I think I'm going to do Didn't we have that in one of your campaigns, Fraser? When we were playing just for uh, fun? I, I, something like that. It does sound sound along those lines. 
Um, so um, yeah, you're, so you're this kind of halfling who's been brought up amongst giants and like a good kind of giant monk guild slash kind of no, more of a religion. And she thinks she doesn't realize that she's not a giant. But kind she, of, she yeah. Just thinks I, she's I, small. I guess, yeah, I guess she's sort of. It's. It would be. Uh, you'd have to be pretty stupid not to realize you were slightly different. I guess. Um, so she realizes <laughs> she's different, but she doesn't know why, and she doesn't really know the culture which she, her race necessarily would have belonged to. Or a species. Yes, definitely. She's yeah. She doesn't. She doesn't like that she traditional have... culture anyway of what they are. Yeah, she wouldn't have the concept of halfling or anything like that. I reckon. So probably. she definitely grew up outside of Grufton, which is this more multicultural kind of area. And she's she, seen, yeah. Know, she would. I don't think she would have ever seen a person like she would never have seen someone reflecting herself. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, so like this is going to be a bit of a shell shock. So, how come she's come to the city and then decided to join in this, uh, join this guild? Or, like, do you have any idea of what, any idea why that would happen? Yeah. So, I mean, people, have you guys ever read any of Patrick Rufus's stuff? I haven't. Sorry. No. Um, it, okay. Good. Well, I've. For, <laughs> okay. Good. I'm going to copyright. This is plagiarism yeah. 101. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to cite him, I'm afraid. But for all intents and purposes, this is my idea, and royalties can go to me. Um, <laughs> all but, um, I yeah, yeah. Um, but basically, in his in one of his books, he has this um, culture which is pretty similar to the one I'm imagining called um, Adam Rue, and basically they act as mercenaries when they get of age. So they get sent from the monastery to earn upkeep to be sent back to or earn wage to be sent back to the monastery they come oh, from. So she's looking for something where she can use her monk kind of abilities um, for a paycheck that is somewhat of a good thing to do. Yeah, so she would be uh, of this monastery. It practices a very, um, a very quite kind of very moral and quite strict sort of religion but it's almost like a way of life it's right, very right, close right. yeah okay i like that i like that it's very close to something like hinduism or buddhism in some of the teachings um and it's it's very it's very eastern that type of religion it's very like it's it's not like rule set it's more character it's kind of like virtue ethics i guess you'd say gammon okay um, we're not going back into our philosophy i'm not gonna go into philosophy i was just don't thinking is oh, it's very nihilist because <laughs> uh, that's the one thing i can remember about learning uh, talking about buddhism uh, in philosophy was oh yeah, actually it's surprisingly nihilist because actually all it's saying is if, if you know <laughs> anyway i'll oh, shut up <laughs> no 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 it, it's kind of yeah it, what i'm trying to get at is obviously i'm not gonna let you on like <laughs> like eastern philosophy but it, it that's sort of like the way she thinks it's kind of like it's it's not religion in the religion i i guess we associate with like you know abrahamic religions with rules and stuff it's more like spirituality i guess but anyway that's where she would get the monkish so, powers from i guess uh, okay and so yeah I, I really like that so we can definitely recreate that in um in the character in, and we'll create the character i'm thinking about starting I was thinking about starting again at level one, but maybe I'll make it like level two or three. Um, I'm not 100% sure, but sometimes it's good just to already have some of them more fun abilities to start with. 
Um, I was, was going to say monks are pretty useless at level one. I know I played <laughs> many monks and they keep dying because we always start <laughs> at level one. Yeah, level three at least you get your subclass. Yeah, yeah. so maybe we start at level three. I think maybe we start at level three because that also explains you've had a couple years outside where you like you got the couple level ups at the yeah. place and now you've come yeah. here. Um, I've trained my whole life in an ancient monastery, monastery and you just get one hit killed by a <laughs> I am happy for you to really create this, you know, and completely own and work, you know, any sort of backstory outside this, because it's one, it's outside the city, so that really does help. But like, hmm. yeah, you, you, their backstory and anything to do with them, I'm happy for you to just go wild with it. Um, obviously, cool. yeah, the more, yeah, so if you want to kind of, create that kind of backstory or, or really go into it i'd love to hear it obviously um but yeah yeah, yeah um I'll let you have so she's um she's she's um the daughter of a god then and um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just I that, mean, that, yeah. I, I, um but i might end up having like a very pratchett answer to that where if you become a, if you are an atheist the god powers don't work against you oh yeah that's great <laughs> <laughs> I'm already thinking about like a character. I, I think it's more for a book, a book character, but it might be like a a zombie or a vampire who um, they're undead, but they they can't do anything. They're just stuck in their own mind because of rigor mortis. Oh, that's morbid. Yeah, it's just that is not, and then they end up having would... to like take or like all undead have to like do stuff or take like tablets every day to like stop rigor mortis. That's. That's great, and they would have to have like people to do like, like I guess like massage them. I guess yeah. to keep them moving. Yeah, it's just like oh, um, it's just really, it's like really, it's really frustrating. Like part, certain parts of being undead because you don't have to sleep or something, but you'd have to like have like um, people massage you. The reason I'm not going to do it necessary for leg is, uh, I think, because uh, if you want to fight undead, then I have to have a reason why they're taking the tablets. <laughs> yeah. Though that might be a really interesting idea, I'll keep that in the back. In my, in my. Yeah, you could have like bucket. some vampire overlord controlling the supply of the tablets. And, yeah, like... and like, so only like only like people he likes, uh, only undead people he likes end up being it, and the rest of them are like suffering and not getting their, you know, not getting the tablets they need. Um, and I think I. I... I don't know why, but the guy was also a, f a funeral director, the undead guy. <laughs> it just felt like that was the job he had to have. Um, so, Fraser, you originally played the character Riff Raff, which was a very fun character. Um, but yeah. you wanted to play a new one, and I completely understand. Do you have any ideas? I bet you have like a billion, but... <laughs> I mean, I, I, I do have quite a lot. But um, the one I was thinking about today... Uh, I'm not actually entirely sure if it necessarily goes with the setting. You have to let me know, or I could change it um, or adjust it. But I was basically thinking about... Um... I am a space ranger. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not too far away from that. In that. I was thinking about playing like a robot. Um... Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Let, so... let, me, let me just... Okay. <laughs> that was very similar. You were very close, guy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's close. Like... Um... You know, I'm, I'm not necessarily like a futuristic robot. Like, I'm quite. Well, you could be like that. a golem, but then I'm. I've recently read Feet of Clay by Terry Pratchett, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a golem would work too. Yeah. Um, I was basically thinking of being trying to be like this prototype 
like gnome creation that was meant to do like like CSI in a box. Like it did like the blood work. They did the fingerprint analysis. Um, they could like you know try and recreate the whole the whole crime scene. But I just didn't work. Like I really am like super unable to do with my job. <laughs> so I've been like seriously demoted all the way down to beat cop level, and I'm just trying to get along in life without actually knowing how to be alive. <laughs> I, I I really like the idea. Um, it's but if. It's, yeah, it's very I, I, interesting. Yeah, you know what? I'm not going to say no. I think I think it's better to have an interesting character with, which has some like some things to go on. Um, yeah, that's. Um, so, do you have like a robot? <laughs> like, what what kind of? How are you going to create? What would that you character? look like? <laughs> <laughs> I've not thought this through very well. And I was also um, thinking, how do you think that people react to you on the street? I wanted things to be like you could. It's not like you can necessarily go undercover, but then actually that might be a quite a fun thing for a robot to try and go undercover, like wear a trench coat and a hat. Yeah, that's the. I feel like I it's like Crichton like... from Red Dwarf. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like a just, just like uncanny Barry sort of. Yeah, I yeah, kind of feel like yeah, thinking... Crichton Red Dwarf is a very good place like to go with it. <laughs> Well, like uh, you know, like Mick Valentine from Fallout, but imagine he was really uncool. <laughs> I, I like, and, like didn't know how to talk to people. Uh, yeah, no, I, I like the idea. Um, do you have? I'm assuming that you've looked up stuff for like how to create this character in terms of <laughs> like like yeah. Clark. Like, yeah. yeah, there must be like some sort of homebrew mechanic, like for. Well, species. I mean, we we don't have to go into all this, but yeah, there's no, no. I just, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I'm not going to go into it too detailed, but um, I will hopefully, as I said, um, we it'd be quite cool to have. Um, we'll create the, uh, what's it called, the um, uh, character sheets, and then I'll be able to share them uh, on, on on a website because I think they I can just do it on a WordPress or or a Wix website for cheap or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, if anyone's interested, I think of using the Eberron uh, Warforged Race and Artificer uh, Armourer class. Uh, okay, that's interesting. Sorry, I just wanted to know just for a kind of gameplay sec. Yeah, I won't go into a diff- uh, into thing, but that sounds that sounds really interesting. Actually, yeah, yeah, I really so, like that. I really like that, that. I do like yeah. I do like the idea that you're kind of this kind of uncanny valley as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, you kind of like, yeah. you're built to look a kind of approachable, but you're not actually. You, you're kind of on that wrong side of approachable. Yeah, like not 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 very good at talking to people, and also uh, potentially like you look sideways at him, and you can see like gears behind his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I re- I really like that. Um, it'd be quite fun. I I know you're a terrible drawer, but it'd be quite fun to see like a sketch of that. I can yeah. imagine that. I can imagine that'd be quite because I can imagine with my character they they they're really like I guess you could say ignorant. Yeah. So I think she would look at you and think, "Oh, that's just what normal people are like." <laughs> that's what the city is like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is just I normal. Think, like uh, with the two of us working together, like I've I essentially would have been programmed uh, to to know lots of things about the city, but because I'm like my programming was wrong, I'm like all broken. I would essentially be telling you all these things about the city, but they're just not true. So we're planning on having at least a third character 
And I feel like yeah. I might have to ask them to be a bit grounded. Someone who's competent. No, no. So I, I love, I love a band of weirdos. It's so much more fun. Um, um, but it is, uh, yeah. It also gives me, it gives you reasons why you wouldn't know things about the, uh, about what's going on. So it does mean that if, if you, you know, we're going into a place and, and you go, oh, you know, this happened, and you're like. Well, I wouldn't have known that, or I wouldn't have known that. Be like, oh, that makes sense because you guys have no fucking idea. Yeah, <laughs> I think like, and then I guess the right. Obviously, I'm built by either leg or, or whoever is above leg um, body. <laughs> um, but uh, so oh, I, don't I'm, make I'm... me have to do more bloody acronyms. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess I would be I'd be programmed to help uh you know you know work for leg but potentially i'm trying to actually find my creator and get him to like fix me because like maybe deep down i know like what i was meant to be yeah i'm not that yeah i was okay my next thing i was going to ask you guys is um i think there's a few things that i would like uh i'd like to include and it would be maybe your characters to have some secrets secrets that i as the dm know but you guys Mm. um the other characters won't know so something that will kind of uh, drive you so you have some short-term and long-term uh, aims so that long-term aim of maybe finding your creator is a good long-term aim which is aside from the kind of leg itself because obviously you're going to have a, a driving kind of plot points that hopefully sure. you know you, you may pick up on or you might say i'm oh, going to go that way and i have to kind of adjust it but there'll be something there um but it'd be nice to have you guys to have your kind of own aims like outside of that um, and your kind of characters, um, actually, your long-term aim of getting them the money and returning back to your monk place actually is quite a good one as well. But I do like the idea of your character having a few secrets, a few things that the other characters might not know and you might not tell them. Um, and that'd be quite interesting. And maybe you can uh, message me at some point and let me know. Um, but before we end, because I think we kind of basically come to quite a natural conclusion, is basically any other world ideas outside of your necessary characters or any other kind of characters you wouldn't mind seeing as like a as a npc necessarily um because it might be quite fun if you've got anything that you want to add into the world or want to see in the world so i'm thinking uh we played microscope didn't we fraser yeah yeah. and and i feel like that kind of thing where you know at the beginning when you play microscope you you say what kind of things you kind of might want to see um, mm. I think that this is kind of like I'm asking you for that now as well. Okay. Is there anything yeah. you guys particularly are interested in and in seeing in this campaign or, or kind of thing? And again, if you don't have anything necessary to hand, you don't have to, you don't have to say, but um, I don't think this is, again, I'm going to be, it's going to be quite a social uh, as well as fight orientated thing. So there's yeah. going to be a lot more because you're in a city. There's a lot of social interaction, but there will be a, th- a lot of fighting as well. Um, but it won't just be humanoids. I'm going to try and mix it up and try and be like there's going to be a lot of parts of like the city that are unclaimed. There's going to be a lot of going through the sewers. There's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, there's things along the docks that kind of t- turn up. You know, kind of like The Witcher in, in a way. You're like when you, if you played that, you know, you go along somewhere. You're like, oh, there's a, just a fucking thing here, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Can you help great. me find my pan? Or something like that. Sorry? Oh, the pan. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That pan. Sorry, that, 
Yes, sorry. <laughs> Equally what my brain went to. Um, I was gonna say, Gam, as something I don't, I don't know this. I don't know if this is, is this is what you were thinking of, but um, uh, like inclusion of like social stuff. If if like infiltration, that sort of stuff. Um, oh, like might have, have might kind of you know kind of go diving in a bit more deeper into that side of things. Maybe using some other uh, other skills, adding a few more. That seems a bit gurpsy, mm. you know. Um, it's a de- I don't uh, know what that means. That's a, a general utility <laughs> role playing system, which is a um, different role playing system apart uh, apart from D anD D. That I was thinking mm. about running a Fallout D and uh, Fallout RPG experience mm. at one point um which they yeah and using gurps um yeah mm. d- that's the only thing i was thinking of because obviously mm. if you're you're like infiltration like gangs and stuff i, th- and I think like... i think we can do it basically using what we've got right now uh the mechanics yeah. in D yeah. thing uh i don't think i think adding extra mechanics don't doesn't necessarily add too much um as it if it gets to the point where i'm like oh this doesn't really fit in or this is i feel like well, your character might be good at this, but that doesn't mean they're good at this, even though it comes under the same stat or skill. Mm. Then I might I say, you know what? You're not proficient in this, but you are proficient in this. Or you can add a proficiency into one of these leg skills or something. Um, sure. We might end up doing. Um, but that is a good idea. Um, but I think at the moment, I think we'll just keep it simple. Um, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. But that all, I'm sure that all makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Did you lose me at that at some point? Um, yeah, <laughs> I think I get. <laughs> but well, I'm just saying, like, because obviously you have got the different skills that you have within D and D, and you don't necessarily. I'm saying, like, the only reason you'd add another one is if you think that they're not enough, or if you're proficient in one of them skills. You know, so say you say you're proficient in stealth, and mm. but you feel like, oh, you know, he's very good at like hiding in the shadows but you don't think he's going to be that good at infiltrating something or you know or pretending to like be you know impersonating or something like that you know um if you can kind of break that skill down into more areas and you like feel binary like, sort of, yeah, yeah binary, like, like yeah well like, yeah make it into some more in like so you think that the stats themselves are a bit too vague yeah um because of the style of um campaign you're doing because obviously you know you you could have a lot more dialogue kind of things because you might say well persuasion's a bit too uh you know is you know persuasion's only useful if you're if you think that one a person could only be good at talking to certain people but they might be good at talking in certain ways or in certain situations or whatnot but i think at this moment in time i don't think they're too vague um if we find if i find that they are then we can always add them. And I said we could add them as kind of like leg skills because they're specific to le- uh, the law enforcement guild work. And there'll be skills that you could take a proficiency in because of the, mm. because of your, your guild membership, if that makes sense. Cool. Oh, cool. Um, I don't really, if you've got nothing to add or if you've got any, obviously you've got these world ideas, these secret ideas. Again, don't feel like you need to stay as these characters if you feel you think of something better in the, in, in between. But this kind of session zero is more to give uh, you guys as well as the audience uh, an idea of what this kind of place is going to be and what kind of um, campaign. That is the word I've been looking for for the whole fucking thing. Campaign. <laughs> this is going to be like... Um, <laughs> 
you know, and I hope it's going to be like a, a bit, a bit of a fun, a bit kind of funny, but also, you know, I still like the idea of it having a bit of a, a decent enough hook that should keep you guys involved. I actually need to come up with a bit more of that, but I just wanted to make sure. Well, I didn't, I didn't want to create something if you guys are like, oh, I want to play more of this kind of thing, you know? So yeah. I don't want to play it out. I just, I have the setting and now I just need to kind of build the story around, because uh, also I like including your characters into it. Yeah. Not necessarily your characters per se, but maybe, maybe the creator or something like that would be of, uh, of your character, Fraser might be an interesting yeah. character to be in a even if they're not the main kind of uh you know person of interest they would definitely be interesting uh, an interesting person to know and be involved in the story somewhat yeah yeah no that, that definitely um no i i'm i'm just happy to play whatever you're happy to run yeah uh, you're, you're happy not to be a dm <laughs> for once aren't you <laughs> we were saying yeah. beforehand fraser dms basically everything that i play normally and he's normally a dm so um maybe one you'll get asked to you know oh we'd love to hear fraser dm you know <laughs> and then you end up having to do be the main dm on podcasts as well so then i can do more fun characters like dustbin flowers or miss piggy like my characters <laughs> are at the moment or normal I was going to say Fraser and me might be the counter opposites because obviously Fraser's DM'd and I've played one game, I think, with you, Gam. Yeah, Maybe we've two. only played one session as well. But I, I, as yeah. I say, I think what I like doing is I, I'm a lot, I, I'm quite character focused and this is going to be quite a character focused campaign, at least hopefully. So I like it more that, I, you know, if you know what you, your character does and you're very, you know, you know the ins and outs of their mechanics, that's fine. I know Fraser will, but I also know Fraser will play as his character. So I'm really happy mm-hmm. with that. But if you tell me what you got, you want your character to do, we will find a way of um, making that fit into the mechanics. Yeah. So I, I kind of, yeah. I was, I was going to say, I kind of see my, I see sort of Abra as like a, almost like a blank slate because obviously she's not experienced anything else. So hopefully she will develop <laughs> as she's, you know, gets, you oh, know, I, I think yeah, it's it, your characters yeah. will naturally develop and you don't necessarily need to have everything figured out. It's always good to mm. have, as I say, some sort of hook. And I mm. think you've got that and some sort of um, idea of where they, you know, some sort of idea of how, what you're going to do things. And then you see how that develops as you play it. Yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah. As as I say, that's always a good place to start, because um, often my the hook for my character is they are basically just a fucking um, they're a caricature of another character who I hope will develop into their own thing, and they never do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think it's uh, always helps me is just I think it more helps to focus on on kind of paradoxically what your character is really bad at. Um, okay, like. If you can think of of flaws in their in their character and, and things that like that Gammon could put in front of you that your character just couldn't say no to or that would really put them off, um, it just I find it just makes for for a more fun time. Whereas yeah. some some people like to play the character who's just invincible, and oh, you know that is fun. But um, you're saying I, I read uh, I, this is going to be by the by, and it's going to annoy a lot of people in D and D, but. I, I'm not a massive fan of min-max characters. I get, if you want to do that, that's fine. But people are like, oh, it helps you role-play. I was like, that's only if you think that the only character you can play 
has to be perfect at you what you want them to be. So it's like, oh, yeah. I want to be a like a, 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 the best ranger ever, and so I need to min max so I can role play it. It was like, well, actually, you don't necessarily need to be the best at that kind of thing yeah. to be. You could be a bad ranger, or not even the. You don't have to be the best ranger to role play it. Um, so. You know, it, it's saying as long as people are enjoying themselves, that's the main thing. I just, I personally don't enjoy playing min max characters, and I don't like necessarily DMing for them as such. As uh, if, if they are doing it, so you know, because I like to do a lot of social situations, so that doesn't necessarily come out, and so they're not going to enjoy it as well because they're not getting to show off. And I don't mean that in any negative sense, but they're not. The whole reason they've made a min max character is to try and do their best against hard, you know, do the most damage and do things like that because, and that's the bit that they find fun. They're not going to necessarily enjoy that because, okay, well, you, you know, you could easily have talked down this vampire, you know, <laughs> X, Y, Z. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Cool. cool. Um, yeah. But I hope this guy this made you excited for the campaign. I hope it's made the people who are listening excited. It's made me excited. It definitely has. And I'm hoping you guys enjoy it. I've been Robert Gammon. I've been joined by Ed Fisher and Fraser Walsh. And we will be uh, hopefully coming to your ears sometime soon. Also, um, also you can uh, tweet us on uh, at Law Enforcement Guild on Twitter. There is an email, but uh, I need to make sure it's set up again. Um, but also, yeah. you can listen to me and Fraser's other podcast, I might as well plug it over here, called Jury Service, which is a podcast where we go through the world's worst uh, pe- uh, dilemmas online of am I the arsehole posts or things similar, and we judge them based on the, um, some bad criteria. And we will definitely have Ed on as a guest at some point um, for that podcast, because I'm sure oh, he'll enjoy that. Um, yep. Uh, yeah, and I, th- with, I don't think there's left uh, anything left to say. So we will see you next time. Bye bye. Bye bye. That has been Leg, the Law Enforcement Guild, with me, your DM Robert Gammon, and our two usual companions, Ed Fisher and Fraser Walsh. Hope to see you next time. Goodbye.